baptism miraculously had the power to wash away the guilt of my past sins. And what about those I commit in the future, I asked. Well, just don't sin after you're baptized and you'll be okay, he said. Besides, once you're baptized, you won't want to sin. I was ten at the time and decided to wait until I was twelve to take the big plunge. As unbelievable as it sounds, I thought that by age twelve, I would be through sinning. I looked at adults and naively believed that they didn't do bad things, at least not as many as I did. The church I visited with my friend usually baptized by sprinkling, but once a year they baptized by immersion. I figured the sprinkling was for people who hadn't sinned much, so I decided to be immersed. I still remember getting out of the water and thinking, all I have to do now is never sin again. I even managed to make it for several seconds without sinning. However, less than an hour after the momentous event, I realized the baptism must not have taken. Nothing within me had changed. I felt and acted exactly the same as I had before. I told my friend that baptism didn't seem to have had an effect on me. That's when he informed me that baptism is like a base hit. It gets a person to first base, but it doesn't guarantee he'll make it home. So what else do I have to do, I asked. Just do the best you can, he said. God grades on a curve. Something about that last statement made me uncomfortable, probably because I was a terrible student. I remember taking a health class in which we had to name every bone in the human body. I managed to name them all. Funny bone, neck bone, collarbone, pinky, index finger, knee bone, big toe, and so on. A few days later, I asked my teacher, are you going to grade on the curve? He smiled. And in his smile, I felt a momentary rush of relief. Then he said, Perkins, I could curve the test 50 points and you'd still flunk. The next day, I got the test back and saw a great big nine written on it in red ink. I immediately thought about God. What if I only score a nine on my life morality test? I'm doomed. It was at that moment I concluded that although God exists, he could no more be known than functional characters like Santa Claus or Superman. And if God couldn't be known, then life was a maze with no purpose except to get through it. And getting through it unscathed proved impossible for me. It wasn't until I was a freshman at the University of Texas that a meltdown with three crucial people drove me to God. Within a month, I had destroyed my relationship with my girlfriend, my best friend, and my mentor. I had repeatedly and deeply hurt the people I loved the most. The painful realization that I was the world's greatest jerk and had destroyed my best hopes for love and friendship drove me into a deep depression. Unable to do anything more than nibble at my food, I saw my weight drop from 145 pounds to 130 pounds. I looked and felt like a walking dead man. During the darkest moment of my depression, I knelt beside my bed and cried out to God. I don't know if you can hear me, I said, but if you can, please save me from myself. I didn't expect anything to happen, and it didn't, at least not right away. A few weeks later, I met a student on campus, and he asked me if anyone had ever shown me from the Bible how I could know God. That seemed a novel approach. I had already learned that I could no more earn God's favor than I could jump to the moon. So the concept of Jesus dying in my place to take the punishment for all my sins made sense to me. So did the idea that God would accept me on the basis of faith and not baptism or good works. 
Over the next several months, as my understanding grew, I entered into a relationship with God, and I celebrated the fact that He welcomed my friendship. Immediately, I saw significant changes in my life. Since childhood, I had tried to stop cussing and never succeeded. God replaced the cesspool in my soul with a spring of fresh water, and it affected my speech. I had committed many sins in my nineteen or so years of life. When I looked at the Ten Commandments, I knew for sure that the only one I hadn't committed was murder. Yet I had found forgiveness. Words can't capture the feelings of a forgiven man. I felt clean, and it was wonderful. I also lived with a new sense of wonder. The change proved as extreme as turning on a light in a dark room and exposing a treasure that had been there all along. But the most radical change involved the way I viewed life. I realized that nothing else mattered when compared to knowing God. Not money, power, fame.